So I have Gautam Ghosh with me, and thank you so much for taking time. And I remember that earlier when I was just coming out of the college, we ran a competition called uh, the Bloggers from B Schools, and we were looking at because blogging was pretty new that time. Amit Agarwal used to blog, right. and Labnol, Lab and people were very you know following him. That somebody had posted that. Agarwal. So I think. Yeah, somehow, right, and somehow wrote someone was someone wrote that he makes three thousand dollars a day, and then everyone was like, we want to be like Amit Agarwal. So we were looking at who are the bloggers in Indian uh, B school segment, and I remember that you winning it, and I, you know, we were running it. So I think at that time, the blogging was pretty new. Uh, a lot. I have read so many of your blogs and got inspired, and I started writing blogs, and I learned so much from you. So it's almost now 14, 15 years that we are coming back. Uh, so let me ask you a few things. That when you started digital so earlier, so early, and uh, you're doing so many things around HR. So what is your current focus? And um, tell tell us more about what you're doing right now. So uh, currently, I'm working in two areas. One is Uh, helping organizations understand that they have to invest in digital for employer branding. Right. Uh, essentially, how do they? What you do for products? Right. How do you do it as an organization to attract candidates, right. relevant candidates? It's not just attracting a mass number of candidates. Essentially, using digital storytelling right. to say, "This is us. Right. This is our con- uh, company." Right. and this is our culture what it also does it so see you have a hard driving sales driven culture when you say we are a hard driving sales driven culture you're also saying what you are not uh, so so somebody who doesn't resonate with working in a hard driving sales driven culture will not apply absolutely so you get targeted people to you know so that essentially looking at the whole marketing aspect applying to consumers creating candidate personas looking at candidate journeys uh, how the candidate journey itself has changed at every point of time from consideration to application to interview to offer a candidate is always looking at uh, there's some data that candidate is still continuously looking at reviews and a candidate might also drop off after the offer letter if he comes across a negative review of the organization right right uh, so telling people that you know candidate experience itself right. uh, like customer experience uh, is critical right. it is also business impactful so virgin media actually uh, did a study in which they looked at if a candidate has had a negative experience right. there's a high probability of chance that he will never in his lifetime become a virgin media customer and they put a dollar value to it for some million uh, pound value right. because it was done in the, in the UK and then they went and presented that to the marketing department saying if we don't it's a business problem absolutely it's not a hr problem it's not a just a recruitment problem right uh, so uh, it has implications for business even say the company that manufactures oreos right in the us communicates back to every applicant right. 
and then somebody asks why you communicate back to every applicant how is it says even if he is a wrong candidate everybody loves cookies i don't want to lose him as a customer because i have treated i haven't got back to him so i think uh, tying back business so that's the one area i'm working on uh, with organizations the other people uh, set of people i'm working are hr service providers who want to leverage digital to reach out to the hr heads decision makers to market their products so it's more about uh, content marketing uh, strategy for them how do you identify who the decision makers are so it's marketing support or digital marketing support for providers of hr services hr technologies uh, to the hr community itself and you correctly said and i always believed that the best people that you want to hire will not come from probably a job portal because they are looking for a job and and best people you know they always have multiple offers before they even take a decision so if you need the best talent you need to attract the talent and 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 in that how should a company start should they make a website separately for a career website or you know should we have a different facebook page for this is there any practice that you advise to people so again uh, a, a company first has to identify what is its talent problem that is trying to solve uh, so as an example uh, in philips and i'll share these examples in the session yesterday philips problem was it was seen as a lighting company when it went to campuses when it to mba campuses but the fact of the matter is more than 70% of philips revenues were b2b healthcare consumer lifestyle and lighting lighting is now spun off as a separate company uh, but it was also always seen and even though that time the whole radio tv electronics division had been spun off the traditional you know uh, people would still equate philips with those and so we said okay this how do we attract in- interesting how do we change the perception of philips at a b school level so we actually ran a campaign which had and i'll share more details around that but focused on each of the three businesses of philips and asked people to submit their stories around those themes while they do so we gave away uh, philips uh, goodies as prizes and we had almost i mean for a budget of less than 25000 rupees we had around 8 uh, 800 900 uh, submissions from across 15 b schools uh, across the country the top 15 because we used our existing alumni relations university campus relations group to reach out specifically to those and you know, that kind of made the awareness oh philips is not just a lighting company it's healthcare we before the launch of the campaign we would say why we are choosing this theme so it's my health it's my style what lights up my life so we said okay we're choosing this theme because philips has done this this so there was education on the part of the campaign and then when they while reading that they would come to know okay philips has uh, more share in the market than ge healthcare 
so those things we could communicate to the target audience uh, so again uh, essentially you have to start with the business problem uh, what is it you're trying to solve then work backwards saying what's the objective then what steps will i take and then figuring out which channel so for example we said should we do it on facebook should we do it on twitter should we do it on instagram then we said we don't want to limit what kind of submissions we do so we said we'll do it on a wordpress blog and we would say okay whichever post gets the maximum number of shares across networks because you put those chiclet buttons after every post and we would say your post is put up please share it so then they would become motivated to share it across networks so you then we would track on wordpress the stats etc what uh, and because of that we would also less likely to be gamed because uh, while they could do some programming and change the numbers but at the back end right. wordpress gives you stats as to how, which post is being visited most right, right. so we uh, did that and so every week we would hand out 10 winners so that also ensured and the things was like you know philips speakers right. bluetooth speakers or hair straighteners for women right. or beard trimmers for the guys and those are you know at the campus level those cause excitement but Absolutely. but at very minimal cost to the organization and, and see in today's uh, digital world finding out a new job finding out a you know a new things to do even from an employer perspective they are finding a dearth in the talent they are approaching the guys on linkedin and other places so there's a lo- lot of attrition that are also happens which is not an attrition always initiated by employee sometimes the external forces are forcing them and saying that let me took up an opportunity uh, take up an opportunity anywhere else do you think that the companies needs to have a policy around uh, social media on what is put on social media from employees or should it be plain and simple let it run as it is uh, because i've seen big companies have social media policies whereas smes don't have any social media policies as such do you recommend any kind of a social media policies for uh companies of certain sizes so um and social media policy is critical in today's day and age but the mistake i think most companies make is the social media policy is more about don't do this don't do this don't do this don't do this you never clarify what should you do and you can actually when a person is onboarded say you can share anything about the company so long as the information is not confidential or proprietary so i remember in flipkart uh, some town hall meetings would start off with the announcement of guys please do not tweet instagram or share on facebook any of the things that we going to talk about now but other public the things of you know uh, a day where bring your kids to work day or some other celebration or you know independence day ethnic day whatever you would encourage people to you know if you want to share it so the whole so there are some things a guy will share okay i've got performer of the month award or something he would share that because he's proud of his achievement he would not share the proprietary because you've told him not to do that but there's in between there's a gray area of you know things that are happening in the company i would like to share it right. 
and so what we used to do was i would say okay i posted this on the linkedin company page so there was a uh, email list server called spam and chatter within uh, you know uh, uh, the google apps uh, group email which was essentially things about i'm looking for a roommate people would post there or i'm heading to the airport anybody else going to the airport so that we pull in bangalore the distances huge so there were all kind of messages coming in so once i post something i would say guys i posted this on linkedin feel free to share it like it and comment it and sh- or share it with your networks or i posted this on twitter this is the link share it what i also did was uh, so i would manage the twitter uh, career handle of uh, flipkart it was called work at flipkart and i would then i painstakingly compiled a list of all the current employees of flipkart active on twitter so for example one of the persons who heads the books category in uh, flipkart once posted that and he's quite a celebrity mini celebrity in twitter himself because uh, he talks about books and passionate people passionate around books uh, he's a kind of uh, in the books community he's a boy so one day he posted something and i would scan what are the posting so he would say today i'm going to do my first theater performance so i would retweet that from the flipkart handle saying all the best vivek hope you are first so it's not just a broadcast you're kind of also showcasing your employees have other talents other passion and as a organization you're encouraging it so that i think uh, so these are common sensical things to do Absolutely. and uh, maybe because uh, i know how twitter works and i know how <laughs> but most uh, organizations if if they're just doing it these things don't strike them saying you know i can showcase my employees and not not just experts so you can you can showcase ordinary employees doing ordinary things that and they are excited because hey the company handle which has 40000 50000 followers just uh, retweeted my post and you know that Uh, but you you've been an observer of hr practices in india and otherwise for last so many years and and now you have millennials and gen z so do you think some uh, changes has happened in the the way people take up a job or what are the things that you have observed it may not be related to digital but anything around the hr that you've seen as a major change happening and i think uh, people are essentially the same so there is uh, i think the generational divide is a myth uh, it's just that there are more tools available now everybody uses it uh, and you know so when i go to uh, so the example so i went to uh, in indian oil psu to talk to their hr team uh which was doing their offsite and they wanted me to talk about how does what is employer branding digital and all so i said have you heard of something called cora and they said no so i pulled up a post where somebody had asked how is it working in this oil psu and a current employee name designation everything visible on cora it was not an anonymous post gave down 
ten or eleven reasons why he or she works in that organization. How did he choose between this PSU and other PSUs? Why did he choose it? Uh, yes, uh, career in marketing was a career in sales or career in retail, and so I say this is available. It's public. You don't even have to log into Quora to know this. You know, it's and getting it indexed in Google. So if somebody says, "How is it working in this?" Uh, that post will come up more than your career page. <laughs> so, uh, so just the awareness of saying, "Hey, there are these various sites out there," and you. So, so once you say, "Okay, how do I leverage this?" So you say, "Somebody from the HR team, keep scanning it, or put a Google alert around your." Uh, company name, you know, just basic listening right. of. Uh, so I'm not sure whether I answered the no, question. No, just, just. <laughs> and I think uh, what you said is right. Uh, if you're aware of it, probably rest of the things will not matter. If you're not aware of it, the I think the statement that I said in the morning as well. It is okay not to know digital, but it is not okay not to learn it, because learning once you do it, I think there's no age bar to it. Yeah. As long as you are. Some of the most uh, prolific HR uh, uh, tweeters uh, are people who are 40 and above. So it's not so uh, digital is not an age-related thing. It's a mindset. People who are comfortable having open, frank communication, conversations with each other, uh, and I think Twitter is. By far my favorite yeah. uh, uh, medium, <laughs> but it's you know you start discussing with two people, a third one joins in, a fourth one joins in. There's a richness of the conversation that's indexed, you know, uh, and the conversation then grows. More people join in. Uh, sometimes it get derailed also along a certain path. So of course those will happen. Uh, Social media-like relationships are messy, and messiness will happen. is is not clean cut because human relationships are not clean cut. So, uh, and I think uh, Charlene Lee makes it a point in her first book, uh, which is Groundswell, saying don't ex- don't expect social media to be clean and non-messy because human relationships are messy. So, uh, once you're comfortable with that reality. Uh, and it's not the and there are, i've met so called millennials or people with just out of b school working after for 6 7 years being more wary of engaging digitally or getting their ideas known uh, it's also it's easy to be sucked away into the non productive uh, discussions of Politics, etc., because a lot of people, uh, people I know, respect, etc., also get into it. And uh, so my thumb rule is to not stay away from those topics. Uh, be clear what your objective for leveraging uh, digital is, because uh, personal brand, your personal brand. Is your reputation? You don't want to smear your reputation by you know getting into fights 
or because then an employer if it blows up yeah. an employer will be very happy to let you go instead of you know and today a lot of for example lots of examples of people making politically incorrect statements against religion politics etc a guy in uh, uh, nri in dubai lost his job because he made some statements against some country right. and it's very easy if you know the name of the person to find out who the employer is right. and the employer started getting tagged by people who were getting uh, so and then he lost his job right. so why take a chance why kind of uh, as you are uh, you know as you focus on your offline reputation Your online reputation now matters also absolutely even more i will say that offline is known to few people online is much more discoverable so even if people who do not know you might find it out that what is your reputation etc and of course as, as in hr the way we say is if you have doubt you don't have doubt so people will move forward and look at somebody else i think these are amazing points uh, and especially from an hr perspective that the things that we need to learn and uh, like gautam was saying that this is not about age but this is about whether we are ready to have open conversation are we comfortable in uh, talking about the topics that we are comfortable with so those are pointers that we can take it forward my last question is that since this is our second edition so we would like to have two powerful tips from you which from any uh, field is okay it's not related to digital or hr anything that you're comfortable with which people can take it and improve their lives so uh, one is uh everybody is talking about the nature of work is changing and therefore the whole everybody is responsible for their own learning you cannot rely on your employer to give you the learning because employer will, will give the learning what the employer needs you to do next you know for the next role etc but how do you keep yourself employable uh because today no industry is free from disruption you are incumbent in one industry and as somebody said your competition can come from any other industry any disruption can cause it so the only thing that will help you cope with uh these constant changes or as they call vuka which is uh, Uh, uncertain complexity ambiguity uh, so v is uh, forget what is and you can google it so change which is constant because uh, earlier there was change but change was spread out so you know change would come every 20 years 30 years by the time it could make you redundant your career was over but now you have to reinvent yourself jobs that we are doing now didn't exist 5 years ago that's right that's right so today what education gives you in uh, will not be relevant the sh- uh, shelf life of knowledge is becoming shorter and shorter that's right so you've got to keep yourself updated on thankfully due to digital you can connect with 
existing thought leaders uh, there are educational platforms there are you know things like coursera udemy edx where you can and you, tomorrow if you're given a choice between sitting in a classroom and having some uh, local professor come and talk to you about innovation versus listening to the harvard's professor giving you a uh, course on innovation along with a cohort of 1500 students spread around the world and you give in assignments and you do it with those people and you get all the latest information and you can do it at your own pace own time you don't have to sit 8 hours in a room you can do it you know in your commute in post work so that is i think uh, one of the biggest uh, things that i think uh, i mean even youtube yeah. l- if you want to learn anything on anything youtube is available absolutely and that's i think uh, video uh, and these what is called massive online open courses okay. moocs are uh, the future of continuous learning uh, but it you have to take time out for learning and uh, i heard the global chro of unilever talk about uh, saying uh, last week only she at a conference she said if you're not investing 100 hours of learning in a year on yourself then you are you know getting redundant so how do you pull out 100 hours you can't spend 6 days away from work the whole thing is how do you get leverage digital and how the other thing is uh, careers themselves are overlapping so the whole employer branding career has marketing and hr aspects the whole people analytics part of hr that is becoming more critical has data analytics and people management as a overlap so uh, these overlap of careers between traditional careers kind of buying getting knowledge from each other hr technology is also about knowing what processes are in hr but also knowing which technology to invest in which to buy what's uh, so earlier the hr head would require uh, would rely on the cios or the cfo's decision but now there are people within hr who are very aware of which technology to use because they know which is best in class best in breed across uh, various domains so should i go for one size like a sap success factors or oracle or uh, ibm or should i go for smaller niche players in a, in various different sub functions so the understanding and depth of uh, service providers themselves have increased uh, everybody is kind of focusing on now niche high engagement uh, uh, saas based products and i think uh, the focus for uh, growth for today today's professionals are how do you look at these in betweens between two traditional separate functions and that's where the 
probably the growth will happen next and i think uh, there were so many points that we can take it and we can start applying in our businesses thank you so much for your time gautam pleasure. and uh, we're going to catch you further whenever we get time sure. so that we can learn more from you my pleasure thank you so much nice for your time thank you so much